Blog Talk Radio. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the host and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Who is January Jones? She is not a young, beautiful, talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, The 11th Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and winologist expert. She is your featured host today on January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones with her eclectic roster of guests as you learn life's lessons. These stories plus sharing equals success. Welcome and remember, beware. Because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Hello and welcome. This is January Jones and this is my co-host, Ginger Ale. And uh, she's our six-month-old puppy and I, I don't think she feels like doing a show today. But uh, if she's in the mood, she'll come back when we close out the show. (laughs) Say bye-bye. Now, for my listeners, let me ask you a question. Would you like to learn more about what it's like to be an inspirational speaker during a pandemic? Would you, have you ever wondered what it's like to be handicapped? Have you ever known anyone who's handicapped? Now, do you wish you could meet someone who is handicapped and who is very successful? Would you like to learn some success tips from someone who has walked the walk and now she is going to talk the talk with us? Are you ready to make some big changes in your life and learn some helpful lessons? to help you become successful too. If you can answer yes or maybe to any of these questions I've asked, then you are in the right place. And I would like to welcome you to January Jones sharing success stories. So now it's time to sit back, relax, go get a glass of wine, get some cheese and crackers, and welcome to the No Wine Zone. Now I want to tell you a little bit about my guest today. She is the Hope Coach, H-O-P-E. She was born without arms and born with impaired use of her legs. She is an award-winning keynote motivational speaker, TV personality, author, artist, mentor, executive co-producer, businesswoman, humanitarian, former talk show and radio host, and she is also a CEO. It's my pleasure to welcome back to the show my dear friend, Tawana Williams. 
Hi, Tawana. How are you doing today, dear? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. It, it's so wonderful to see you. <laughs> it is. It's been a long time. I know. And, of course, we've never had the pleasure of doing this face-to-face because we've always just been on the radio podcast. But That's now, right. That's right. Now I, now I can share you with everyone, which is wonderful. Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit before the serious questions come down, what has the pandemic been like for you in North Carolina and how has it affected your life, your career? What's the story you have to share on the pandemic? Well, the pandemic has really challenged me as a motivational speaker. You know, I've been doing this for 26 years. And so ah, two years ago, it really kind of, Help me down. I was, yeah, we all, because we all, you know, my husband Toby and I, we traveled the country, you know, maybe 25 times a month, you know, speaking. So, Uh you know, when that shut down, it was like, what in the world am I going to do? And so a friend of mine called me and said, Tawana, where are you? (laughs) <laughs> you know, you're you're not on social media anymore. What's going on? You better get it together. So he pushed me. Mm-hmm, go mm-hmm. do something. Go. People need to see you. People need to hear your voice. They they still need to hear you. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm gonna try this Zoom stuff and all of this stuff. And so <laughs> I tried, and it worked. Yeah. And so yeah, it's it's been great for me. Um, challenging, of course. Mm-hmm. How- it's you know challenges come to make me strong and you know it was just a blessing so I'm I'm so glad that uh, it happened that way and he was in my ear and he was pushing me and letting me know go get it Juana you can do this too you do everything else you've done all the things that you've done all the, over these years and so I was like okay and I'll try it and I did it and it worked so yeah it, it's been good it's been um, inspiring. Okay. Okay. Challenge, challenging and expiring, inspiring. Yeah. yeah. I th- I think I agree because uh, the the new technology is just always kind of a little bit of a stumbling block for me when something's presented. But then once you get out here and we start doing it, you know, you it's, uh, you can teach old dogs new tricks. Is what the. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love um, the pandemic has really been a blessing to me and my husband's lives, though, you know, just sitting at home and doing what I love to do. That right there is powerful. So, you know, it, it, it was it was it was hard in the beginning. I was stuck in the beginning. But here I am you know, in mm-hmm. full force, making it happen. And, you know, we're back and traveling again. So, yeah, it's just been a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, you know, because I think a lot of couples are now spending more time together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, before you were in this rush, 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 hustle, hustle, and you were missing out on some of the finer moments. Now that, uh, you know what, it, it's, it slowed us all down. It did. And it gave us a little chance to uh, smell the flowers and, yeah. and plant some flowers and do some yeah. new things, try different things. It's, it's, it's good. Uh, it's sad that it happened this way, but it's, there's lots of positive. Yeah. 
Can you share with my uh, listeners who haven't met you before a little bit about your background, uh, where you were born, and the circumstances? Absolutely. Um, I'm Tawana Williams, and I am your messenger of hope, help, and inspiration. And I was blessed to be born without arms in Wilson, North Carolina, and impaired use of my legs. Uh, due to the drug thalidomide that was given to my mother during pregnancy. Then I had a, you know, then, you know, my mom told me that there was nothing that I could not do. And I really believed her. I went full force in my life. And I had a grandma Rogers that did not play with me. And when I was four and a half years old, she looked me in the eyes and she said, T, you must not have needed arms because God didn't give them to you. She said, nothing's missing. If you don't have it, then you don't need it. And those words continue to resonate throughout my soul. And yes, I've overcome some major challenges and adversities throughout my life. I was gang raped during a home invasion many years ago, raped by my stepfather. I was addicted to crack and cocaine for 10 long years. I've experienced abortion, motherhood, a stroke, a mild heart attack, and COVID-19. So I know that I'm here to give you hope and to help you overcome whatever adversities and challenges you may be facing in your life. And that's why I am unarmed but dangerous and an eagle without wings. That's who I am. (laughs) Okay. Now, I know Unarmed but Dangerous, your book, and it's an incredible book that we'll promote in a few minutes. But how did you, what a great title, because as you know, the title is 50%. You have to have a title. And how did you come up with that one? Well, I titled my book Unarmed but Dangerous because that's who I am. The title is not about me not having arms, so to speak. It's about me using what I have. You know, it's not physical. It's mental. You know, it's it, it's a mindset that I've adopted a long time ago that, you know, with that can-do attitude and, you know, my self-driven determination you know, and that's why I titled it, you know, it's just a blessing. I had to learn how to figure it out, you know, all my life. I learned that power, you know, that I could do anything but fail. And that's why I titled my book, Unarmed But Dangerous. <laughs> it's a great title. And I'm going to promote my book, Thou Shalt Not Wine, The 11th Commandment. And believe me, Tawana is not a whiner, as you can tell. That's right. When we come back, she'll tell you how you can find her book. Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Wine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. 
Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Wine at Amazon.com. Welcome back to the No Wine Zone with my guest, Tawana Williams, who is a winner and not a whiner. (laughs) Before we go on, Tawana, could you give our listeners some contact information and uh, so how they can follow you and get your book? Absolutely. Uh, My books are exclusively only at TawanaWilliams.com. That's T-A-W-A-N-A Williams.com. Um, I've also, you know, I have seven books. I have products all over that website. So it's a blessing to use what I have, you know, and just sharing my life and the things that I've accomplished through, you know, through my story and all of the things that I've done. So I'm excited about Unarmed But Dangerous and my other six books. Okay, wonderful. And we have her website information on the chat bar below, so be sure to go there and get our books. Now, to want to share with us uh, some of the, you talked about grandma already, and I love that she called you T, that's cute. <laughs> Tell us about some of the other people in your life who helped you and some of the people you've come to admire. Yeah, you know, of course, my husband, Toby, he is my number one fan, my loudest cheerleader, and of course, my grandma Rogers. She passed away in 1999, but she instilled greatness in me, and she showed me and taught me uh, the power of resiliency as a child. And, you know, I had three sisters that made me figure things out no matter what. You know, we've got my mentor and long longtime friend, Mr. Les Brown, Mrs. Mamie Brown's baby boy, who is my personal mentor and friend, and he's um, in my life. Uh, he, he's just a blessing. And, you know, we have a lot of people in my life that have pushed me, that have shown me. We have faith partners, Pastor Chad Vick and his beautiful wife, Tara, who's so into me and my ministry on a monthly, consistent basis for the past maybe about eight years. So I'm just grateful for the people in my life who who support me, who love me, and who um, help push me into my greatness. So I'm just excited about the lifelong friends that are in my life today. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the stories that you've told before on my show is an interesting one that captures my attention for sure because I do write about the Kennedys. Um, The story about your mother writing a letter to JFK, could you share that with us? Absolutely. Um, Of of course, I was born without arms and impaired use of my legs, and my mom was trying to figure out how in the world would I live a productive, you know, life. And so Mm -hmm. um, maybe about six or seven months old, I used to grab uh, my bottle and little toys with my toes. So my mom knew that my toes or my feet were going to be used as my hands, but she didn't know how to pay for it because we were poor. We were in the South and, you know, black, of course. And so she reached out to a let to, you know, to the president of the United States with a letter um, telling him who 
she was and who I was and what is going on. And um, lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, um, she received a letter back stating uh, there was a place in in Durham, North Carolina, a facility that would house me. And I stayed there from 11 and a half months old until I was four and a half years old. That was four years that they showed me or taught me how to master, or pro- I probably taught them. I'm sure you did. Uh, how difficult it must have been for your mother to let you go away for that long period of time. But what an amazing experience. Uh, how many children were at the facility with you? Um, I was the only black. African-American child there. I'm just going to be honest, you know, um, there were, there weren't many, maybe about 20, 25, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. It was a low number, but I just thank God, you know, for my mom and her mm-hmm. fortitude and her tenacity to say, let me do something to help my child because she had yeah. been contacting social services and all of these different places and no one would respond. So at the end of the day, she said, this is it. I got to figure it out. And so she sat down and wrote that heartfelt letter in July of 1963. What a blessing. So you guys uh, got to read Unarmed But Dangerous and see how the story, you know, came to be and how it cultivated it's just such a blessing but yeah i'm here and i'm i'm serving and helping and that's what i was born to do and i'm so glad that i'm here and still uh doing what i was born to do yeah how fortuitous that she would write the letter in july and of course he was as we know assassinated in november she just got you right in under the wire yeah. That is amazing. Now, um, how many, do you know approximately how many uh, thalidomide babies there were? You know what? I don't know, but there are thousands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were thousands of them. Thousands of them. And they started, it, it, it started in Germany. And then it came, oh. to, it came, the drug came into the United States and it was not FDA approved. And, you know, my mom's doctor just gave her a sample because she was having fainting spells and nausea very bad, very frequently. And so he just gave her that drug. And, you know, yeah. and behold, here I am, born without arms and impaired use of my legs. But guess what? The litamide didn't stop me. The litamide pushed me into my greatness. So no more wimps. Whiners, nor complainers. If you want it, go get it. If I did it without my arms, imagine what you can do. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I mean, for uh, parents who are listening to you and have handicapped children, what kind of encouragement or what kind of advice, I mean, can you give them? Because your mother had to create the whole thing herself. Is it easier now if your child's handicapped to get help for them? You know, I would say yes, I'm sure. But, you know, the first thing, the first advice that I would say or the first thing that I would say is that, you know, we got to give ourselves permission to get started right where we are. You know, if you're handicapped, okay, use what you got. Tell yourself, yes, you can do it. 
and then start focusing on what you want, what what you have. And as my husband told me, he gives me good quotes. And he says, if you're not focusing on what you want, then what you don't want will automatically find you. You know, when I saw, when I told myself I couldn't do it, guess what? I didn't do it. I had myself on lockdown. I was so focused on my limitations rather than my possibilities. I focused on what I didn't have as opposed to what I did have. So I just thank God for moving forward and doing what I was supposed to do pertaining sure. to Tawana. Now, uh, I, Toby, how long have you been married? Talk yeah. a little bit about your partnership because it's truly a partnership. It is. Toby and I, we met uh, 52 years ago. <laughs> I, was, I was six and he was 12 when we met uh-huh. uh, the summer of, Wilson, of, of in Wilson, North Carolina, because I grew up in D.C., but every summer my mom would take me and my three sisters to Grandma Rogers' house in Wilson, North Carolina, and Toby's family lived next door to Grandma Rogers. And one day <laughs> I was six years old and I was sitting on the stoop outside, and he just came up jolly and happy. He said, what's, what's wrong? I said, nothing. He said, what happened to your arms? That's the only thing he asked me was, what happened to your arms pertaining to me? I said, I was born without my arms. He was like, oh, okay. Immediately, immediately we clicked. He was such an angel, a guiding light in my life. Over the summer, each summer, I just couldn't wait to get to Grandma Rogers' house for the summer. But, yeah, he is such an awesome, awesome man of God, a man of of substance. He caters to my every need. And we've been married for 30 years. We um, started, you know, we were together uh, 33 years ago, but we got married in on Christmas Day okay. in, in 1991. So it's been 30 years, and we're excited about love and uh-huh. you know, life and just pushing other people and other couples forward into their greatness. And, you know, he, he's my pusher man. When I get down, Toby's there. He pushes me, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad about my life and where I'm going and what I do now. Yeah. Yeah, well, your your story's inspirational, and your relationship with him is incredibly uh, inspiring, motivational. It's just uh, that can-do story that you share is wonderful. Speaking of can-do, I'd like to share two books that I wrote about the Kennedy assassination. Um, they are available at Amazon. Wow. Let me ask you a question. Are you still wondering who killed Kennedy? Over 50 years later, the assassination is still a mystery. It is unfinished business for our country. Now, get ready for a theory that you've never heard before, but will make more sense than any other conspiracy theory that you've ever heard in the past. January Jones speaks the unspeakable in her book, Jackie, Ari, and Jack, The Tragic Love Triangle, connecting Jackie and Aristotle Onassis romantically prior to JFK's assassination. Did you know that Ari was Jackie's guest in the White House during the JFK funeral? He was the only non-family member who was invited by Jackie to stay there during the funeral. Aristotle Onassis was one of the wealthiest men in the world, with the means, the motive, 
and the money to order an assassination that was the perfect crime of the last century. Ari needed class, and Jackie needed cash. They were perfect for each other. Now, what is Camelot? It is but another tragic love triangle. Jackie, Ari, and Jack is available at JanuaryJones.com, Amazon.com, and Audiobooks.com, read by Ms. Jones. Welcome back with the amazing and incredible Tawana Williams. Tawana, share with us a little bit about the movie that you're working on, and it's called... uh, Eagle Without Wings. Eagle Without Wings, which certainly describes you. How how is that coming along? It's going great. It's slow, a lot slower than I anticipated because we are in the middle of COVID. Um, but no, it's just it's a it's a blessing. Eagle without wings, no excuses. Everyone can fly is the title, and it's the Tawana Williams story, and it's based on the book Unarmed but Dangerous. So we're excited about it, and we. You know, it, it, I'm I'm just super excited about where we where we are in our lives with this project. And you know, if people would like to partner with Team Eagle to see their names on the credits of the movie, be at the red carpet gala, or be called as an extra and other perks, you can also go to EagleWithoutWings.com. Again, EagleWithoutWings. Com. And we're excited about the vision and the provision, and it's coming to pass. I'm excited. Okay, wonderful. I definitely will look that up. Uh, I can't wait to see. Is it? Is it? Of course, it'll be like a documentary, right? No, it's going to be a, a, a full-length feature film. Oh. Um, my story is going. It's 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 more in depth than the book, Unarmed But Dangerous. So it's going to be in movie theaters, Lifetime, and Netflix. Oh, my gosh. How exciting. Will you be the lead actress, of course? Uh, No, I won't. Um, I'll probably uh, make an appearance at the end of the film. That's my goal. I want to get the the actors that do the thing that have been doing this for years. I want them to shine and do what they do. But we also have uh, two other eagles that were born without arms that are on the website of eaglewithoutwings.com. And they're going to be playing me in certain ages and times in my life because I'm 59 now. So they're younger than me. And they're going to be doing things. Um, with their feet, just like me. This is going to be a powerful, powerful tool for people to let go of the excuses because my motto is excuses or results. You can't have both. And, you know, we're, we're just letting people know that it's possible no matter where you are or what you've been through or what you're going through. Um, it's all possible for all of us. So Eagle Without Wings movie is coming soon. We're excited. Oh, I am too. Incredible. You know, um, no, I know you've written seven books and uh, explain a little bit some of the things you do to function during the day. Now, with typing, do you speak to the computer or how does that work? No, ma'am. I have my keyboard on the floor. My mouse is on the floor. And <laughs> I type with my toes. I type now. It's about 20, 25 minutes uh, per, you know, per minute. But back in the day, I was bad to the bone with my toes. I mean, maybe 
50 words per minute back then. But anyway, I'm still doing it. I, I, I won't quit. I don't care how slow I, I move, you know, the, 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 I just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I endure to the end, no matter how slow or how fast, I just push forward and make it happen. But yeah, I do everything. I, I feed myself. I, I, you know, dress myself. I take care of myself. And there, of course, there are times when Toby, you know, if we're in a hurry or something, Toby assists me, but, you know, anything that, you know, I, I have created a way. I learn to adapt in any situation, you know, and that's just who I am. And I'm so glad that um, I don't live with excuses, you know, because they just reveal who you really are. Yeah. Well, you certainly live with results. Now, typing, I have a hard enough time just typing with two hands. Do you have a special a uh, computer or, or is it specially made for you or how does no, that work no ma'am everything i go go to best buy and i buy my stuff just like <laughs> you do and i do what i do my husband of course he sets everything up for me uh-huh. and I, you know my monitor is up on on the desk and my um keyboard is on the floor my mouse is on the floor and everything is uh, cordless of course the the mouse and the uh, keyboard or, or cordless, but yeah, I make things happen. I I I maneuver, you know. Mm-hmm. I I figure it out. I don't I don't wait for other people to help me. I make things happen for me. That's the difference between most people and me. You know, I'm not average. I'm above average, and okay. so I just figured a way to make it happen. Challenges come to make me strong. That's my strength. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know. Now you're you're having young actors portray you at different stages of your life. My question is: Are there still uh, babies being born with? They don't use thalidomide anymore, do they? Um, you know, I found out recently that they do use thalidomide for cancer victims or cancer patients, rather. Uh-huh. And I was appalled when I heard that, but I was like, you know, if that's what they do, then that's what they do. But if I ever got cancer, I wouldn't want it. I'm just being honest. But anyway, you know, there are babies out here, and I'm. we've been trying to um, find a little black babies that were born without arms, you know, whether they be uh, the little my babies or not, because Cashmere and Angel, the two eagles that are, are in the movie, they're not minimized babies. They were just born without arms. But they have different stories. But they have their bios at the website, on the website, evilwithoutwings.com. And we would love for you guys to see how we, uh, the uh, the three of us, work together and maneuver and make things happen. It is such a blessing. Oh, my God. Well, I'm definitely going to go uh, look that up. And it's it's on our chat bar. So for anyone who's watching the show or, or listening, we want you to go check it out. And this will be. And I'm so glad it's going to be on Netflix because everything on Netflix is so popular. It's kind of Netflix has actually kind of gotten us through the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it really has. It really, really has. And I'm I'm excited about you know that that Netflix. Um, my my producers are working on yeah. that area, you know, that arena to okay. just make things happen because Netflix is the thing nowadays. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, let me keep me in the loop because I definitely will sign on to your newsletter and subscribe. And and, uh, now that I live so nearby, I might just even make it up, put it in my schedule to come to the premiere. (laughs) Yay, that'll be awesome because we're going to film, of course, here in Wilson, North Carolina and in Atlanta, Georgia, because my producers are in Atlanta. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just not going to say his name, but I know there's one block producer in Atlanta. I'm kind of hoping he might be who you're working with. No, not at this time. We have uh, Wardell Richardson, who is my producer. Oh, wonderful. He's been in in the industry for about 15, no, about 17, 18 years. So he's done great things. But yeah, he's he's awesome. He's awesome on his, in his own right. But yeah, we're excited about Wardell and his, his company, Rain Dance Films. You know, that heard of them produce Eagle Without Wings, so we're excited. Oh, very good. You know, uh, we're going to take a break now and hear about uh, two of my books that are entitled Priceless Personalities. And it's no surprise to any of you that Tawana is featured in one of these chapters because she truly is priceless. Yeah. Have you ever met someone who was unforgettable? Someone who has touched your heart and soul. People who have faced difficult problems. People who have struggled to find solutions. People who fearlessly shared their stories. People who have not only informed you, but inspired you. People who have priceless personalities. I have been fortunate to host an internet radio talk show called January Jones Sharing Success Stories. And it has been my privilege to interview hundreds of guests. My guests have shared their stories, their struggles, their secrets, and their successes in their own words. In this book, we're talking about people dealing with problems such as incest, molestation, runaway kids, child abuse, drug abuse, polygamy, unemployment, scandal, and starting over. Then there are my guests dealing with difficult physical struggles such as blindness, cancer and birth defects that are beyond traumatic. My guests have all been exciting, eclectic and energizing. They have amazed, amused and even astonished me. I have adored getting to meet them and I adore sharing them with you. Attention all listeners, Priceless Personalities, Success Stories Shared by January Jones, Volume 2 is now available at Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle editions. You'll be able to meet 10 amazing people who will be sharing their own personal stories with all their struggles, successes, and solutions sprinkled with lots of humor and hope. Priceless Personalities features a teenager who becomes one of the famous Supremes from Motown, a nurse who has a humorist helps people to heal, an inspiring laughter yoga instructor, a mother dealing with the loss of a child, an incredible motivational speaker, a woman who married five times, a gifted paranormal nurse, a wise economist, a funny female humorist, along with an older man sharing his sweet childhood in the deep south. January's guests are all amazing and amusing. You will never forget meeting them. Go to Amazon.com for your own priceless experience. Welcome back with my guest, Tawana Williams. Tawana is the author of seven books and has been featured on The Jerry Springer Show, Judge Hackett, The Word Network, Mana Express TV, TCT TV, Atlanta Live, 
Lifetime TV, the 700 Club, Spectrum TV, Your World with Cradle Dollar, and many others. She's a highly sought-after speaker with a powerful and uplifting message for all generations. Her compelling story is one of triumph, perseverance, and determination. She has overcome many obstacles and has never let her disability stop her. She is the first black thalidomide baby in the U.S. that became nationally acclaimed as the Les Brown Platinum Motivational Speaker back in 2004. She has been an incredibly busy lady, along with her helpful husband, Toby, and uh, her daughter, April. I have to mention April, too. (laughs) Now, Tawana, let's ask, we're going to change the subject a little. If you could have dinner, okay, with any uh, famous person in the world, living or dead, who would that be? Well, aside from me, who would that be? <laughs> uh, I was thinking about you. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> who would you like to spend time with? President John F. Kennedy and his yeah. wife, and Barack Obama and his wife. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. 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 I just uh, finished reading Michelle's book, and I mean, what a uh, truth teller, and she just doesn't, uh, you know, she just lays it out there the way it was, and she's so inspirational. I I think anyone would love to meet her and just have dinner with her and hear her stories. They're they're an incredible couple, very. I'm pleased to hear that they're on your wish list. Maybe once your movie comes out, maybe you'll get to meet them. <laughs> that's right. I, that's my that's my desire, my heart's desire. So yeah, I reached out and sent them a copy of the book. I that's sent good. a heartfelt letter about who I was and how President Kennedy in my life, and it never went. It never came back. So I'm assuming that they have it. I'm just saying. Wow. It's probably still sitting in the inbox, and I'm sure they haven't gotten to read it yet. But when they do read it, they'll want to meet you, like so many people would want to. Yeah, now, um, do you ever think this is probably a silly question to ask, but do you ever think you'll retire and slow down, or how yes. is that? How do you plan your future? Yes, I think at 30 years, um, you know, ah, I need to shut it down especially you know moving working on the movie i i thought about that recently i said well when the movie comes out and if i get too busy i'm going to have to go ahead and retire Mm -hmm. maybe uh speaking maybe once a month or something like that semi-retire how about that yeah Yeah, actually i i can't ever imagine you retiring that would be a no-no and and you can do what i did you know i kind of said well i'm gonna go on a hiatus for six months yeah and three years later i show up again and they go well where have you been but i think it's important for people to take time to balance their lives and to take personal time out to get things pulled together. Don't you agree? Absolutely. You're talking about balance. That is, for me, that's what keeps me going. 
It mm-hmm. keeps me going. I keep myself in tip-top shape when it comes to balance, and it keeps me sane and moving forward. And I have five balanced hope tips. I'm the hope coach, so I call them hope tips. But I have five uh, balanced hope tips that I want to share. The first tip is stop whining <laughs> and complaining. That, that's, that's, you know, that's the first thing because I hear it so much. People that have everything, all they do is wimp, whine, and complain. So that's the number number one. The sure. second uh, balance tip is to position yourself around positive, like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And then the third is take responsibility and control of your life. Discipline your yourself. Discipline your kids. You know, some of us, we're all over the place. It's time to discipline your life and take responsibility of who you are. And then the fourth is to upgrade your relationships and your knowledge. You know, read some new books, some good things, that some things that you want to aspire to do. You know, get you some new friends. I'm just saying, some of us, we got bad relationships and raggedy friends, and we don't even realize it. So upgrade your relationships and your, your knowledge. And then the final, number five, is just to upgrade your determination. You know, you got to see yourself doing it. That's how I've accomplished all of the things that I've done in my life. I saw myself doing it, and then I did it because I realized that balance is a major key to my success or my failure, and it works once you get started. So balance is the key. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, that's one of the mantras that I've always said on my show is if you think it, you can do it. And so many young people uh, get discouraged, and they have to realize that that's part of the process. You have to go. No one just sails straight through. Every success is preceded with failures, struggles, and difficult things to overcome. And it's not life, as you know, is not an easy walk. Nope. Nope. If it was easy, everybody be doing it. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Well, I hope everybody does do it. Let me ask you, have you been involved or what are your thoughts about the uh, Black Lives Matter movement? Has that been something that you've been championing? No. I mean, 